It's April 6th, 2022, and this is your Ukraine Daily Brief from the DSR Network. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top story today, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke to the UN Security Council yesterday, saying that the council has two options. One was to remove Russia as an aggressor and a source of war, so it cannot block decisions about its own aggression, its own war. The second, if there is no alternative and no option, then the next option would be to dissolve yourself altogether. Yesterday on Twitter, the spokesperson for European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen confirmed that President von der Leyen and Joseph Borrell, High Representative of the EU for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy and Vice President of the EU Commission, would be headed to Kyiv later this week to meet with Zelensky. This is the second major group of European leaders to go to Kyiv during the war. The Czech Republic has sent T-72 tanks and BVP-1 infantry fighting vehicles to Ukraine, making it the first to provide tanks in this conflict. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg said NATO allies will discuss the delivery of more weapons to Ukraine when foreign ministers meet on Wednesday and Thursday. The U.S. State Department has approved the potential sale of up to eight F-16 aircraft and related equipment to Bulgaria in a deal valued at $1.67 billion, the Defense Department said on Monday. U.S. officials said the sale agreement was not directly related to Russia's month-long invasion of Ukraine, but previously the U.S. offered to backfill Poland's fighter jets if they sent their MiGs to Ukraine. Bulgaria also has MiG aircraft, and upon the announcement of the deal, Kyiv renewed its call for those with the Soviet-era fighter jets to send them for use by the Ukrainian Air Force. India on Tuesday condemned the killings of civilians in Ukraine's Bukha and called for an independent investigation, having earlier declined to explicitly criticize the invasion of Ukraine by its longtime partner Russia. Moscow denies targeting civilians in Ukraine, calling images of the dead in Bukha a, quote, monstrous forgery, unquote, staged by the West to discredit it. Israel also condemned the killings, with Minister Yair Lapid describing the killings in Bukha as war crimes. Lapid's comments were in marked contrast to those of Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, who previously condemned the killings but stopped short of blaming Russia. The U.S. will announce new sanctions on Russia today in coordination with G7 nations and the European Union. The new sanctions package will ban all new investment in Russia, increase sanctions on financial institutions and state-owned enterprises in Russia, and sanction government officials and their family members. The European Commission Tuesday proposed a new package of sanctions against Russia, including measures to ban coal imports and to stop Russian vessels from entering EU ports. The package includes an import ban on coal, the first time the EU has targeted Russia's energy exports since the start of the invasion of Ukraine, but it does not mention gas, a much larger source of energy revenue for Moscow. Twitter said Tuesday it will no longer amplify or recommend Russian government accounts on its platform bringing its stance on Kremlin-linked accounts closer in line with its approach to Russian state media. The move reflects a new policy Twitter said it is unveiling to ensure the free flow of information, 
the policy states that Twitter will not amplify or recommend accounts on its platform by governments that are, quote, engaged in armed interstate conflict, unquote, and that are also simultaneously restricting, quote, access to free information, unquote. One interesting piece, if you read between the lines there, is that it's totally okay to perpetrate a genocide in your own country, a la China, and censor as long as you don't engage in armed interstate conflict. Russia is turning to microchip manufacturers in China to circumvent Western sanctions, which have boosted demand for bank cards linked to the Mir payment system, an executive with the domestic payment system said. All major Russian banks have reported an increased demand for the domestic card, which some now issue in a co-brand with China's Union Pay, an alternative payment system to Visa and MasterCard for purchases by Russians abroad. European and international donors agreed on Tuesday to extend $718.6 million in aid to Moldova, Europe's poorest country, which is hosting more than 100,000 refugees from Ukraine at a time of soaring energy prices. With fewer than 3 million people, Moldova has taken in more refugees fleeing Russia's invasion of Ukraine per person than any other country. Attacks against Russian and Ukrainian migrants in Germany have risen since the start of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Interior Minister Nancy Pfizer said in remarks made available on Tuesday. The conflict should not be allowed to creep into our society, Pfizer said. We have to remind people that this is Putin's criminal war. It is not the war of people with Russian roots who live here in Germany. The European Commission will soon trigger a powerful new mechanism to cut funding to Hungary for eroding the bloc's rule of law standards, Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said on Tuesday. Quote, We've carefully assessed the results of these questions, von der Leyen said speaking to the European Parliament, and our conclusion is we have to move on to the next step. Once the commission formally begins the process, a lengthy back and forth with Budapest is expected. This is a really interesting move to come at a time where unity is very important to the Western alliance. Orban is obviously an authoritarian or someone with authoritarian leanings, and this is a necessary step. But we'll see how this impacts solidarity between Western states and the NATO alliance moving forward. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip or topic you'd like us to cover, please email us at udb at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the Ukraine Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, Tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkopf talk with Rosa Brooks, Ed Luce, and former U.S. Ambassador to NATO, Doug Lute. Stay safe and stay tuned to the Ukraine Daily Brief from the Deep State Radio Network.